0: God choose you to be prophetic and seer. Why me? I say, why not? I have no idea. We don't know the workings of God. All I know is this is who God created me to be, and I, I, I embrace being um, prophetic and uh, a seer now. But it was really difficult life when everybody looked down on that.
1: is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome in the studio Johnny Jones, the author of three great books, Bragging About God, Bragging About God Again, and Real Life with Sally. Johnny, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on your show.
1: Thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to have you in the studio, and uh, I'm really curious, especially about these books that you have, uh, particularly the ones uh, Bragging About God and Bragging About God Again. Can you talk a little bit about... What inspired you to write these books?
0: Sure. Um, I'm going to go back to when I was a little girl in upstate New York. Yeah. Uh, I was just before I turned five years old. I gave my life to Jesus at the Methodist church that our family attended. I believed everything that I said, and it changed my life forever. I started hearing the Holy Spirit, saw visions, and had dreams. You may wonder, how does a four-year-old know (laughs) that they hear from God? I just knew. My parents were upset when I spoke that I hear from God. Mom thought that I was possibly mentally ill and ordered me, demanded me not to speak of such things, even though what I said always came true. When the circumstances unfolded as the spirit foretold, Mom looked at me with a frightened and eerie expression. It was so sad. I tried to keep my mouth shut, but it was difficult, as I knew even at that early age, to. To follow God over my mother's wishes. Now people say, why Why would God choose you to be prophetic and seer? Mm-hmm. Why me? I say, why not? I have no idea. We don't know the workings of God. All I know is this is who God created me to be. And I I, I embrace being um, prophetic and uh, a seer now. But it was really difficult life when everybody look down on that. The Holy Spirit has been at work in my life, urging me to do his will, which I was always happy to do without question. I've always known to follow God over man my whole life, even at the early age of five. By following the Spirit of God, I have learned so many spiritual lessons, usually by making big mistakes at first and then being corrected by God. In my early 20s, I saw a vision that I would write a book about my experiences. Well, the book was so big that it turned into two books. God gave me this vision. He said, don't put pen to paper until he tells me to start. At age 59 and a half years old, I heard the Spirit quietly tell me, start your book. It's been four years, and I've just finished.
1: That's really cool. So... And, and I'm fascinated by especially what you were talking about of just like, oh, when you were like young, this all started for you. Can you talk a little bit about what your prophetic process looks like?
0: I sure can. Um, I'll just tell you that the new books share dozens of my personal prophetic testimonies and offers compelling evidence of how God can use an ordinary person like me in miraculous, supernatural ways. I give readers a peek inside my world, as I walk in the seer and prophetic with, with God and prove how the power of his word spoken in faith can change circumstances, lives, and eternal destinies. I've learned these gifts are for the asking, they're for everybody according to scripture. Being prophetic and a seer means that I hear from the Holy Spirit and at times I walk in the unseen spiritual realm i've I've seen many angels, and I've God has shown me how to deal with demons a time or two, but not very often. I hear the Holy Spirit in many different ways. Sometimes we have two-way conversations. Sometimes the Spirit will gently guide and lead me to a certain place without my knowledge before I understand His directions. Other times I can hear the Spirit's audible voice, and can recall his exact words from decades earlier. I sometimes have a strong feeling that zips through my mind. I often see visions and hear his voice giving me message or messages as instructions as to where to go, what to do and say to accomplish his will. Most often though, I hear a one line message and sometimes that may or may not have much meaning until I take that first step in faith. The Spirit's voice is sometimes soft and quiet and gentle when he asks me to go somewhere, do something or say something. This usually brings a smile to my face. Several times in my life though, he has dealt with my disobedience, with a harsh, get out of here. Those times I turn on my heel and head for the door knowing he has just saved me from agonizing pain and suffering. In each story, God has given me an assignment, rescued me, had me rescue others, or he has shown up in everyday life with amazing miracles. It is my hope to show another side of God's heart towards his children, a side others may have never seen before.
1: Nice. So then as... I'm thinking about how that all translates then over to the book experience. Can you sort of share what your books are like then?
0: Yes. Um, I've written two books, uh, Bragging About God and Bragging About God Again. And there's about 36 individual personal testimonies ranging from the terrifying and dangerous to the sweet and sometimes sad moments. Life isn't always so lovely as we all know and neither are some of my testimonies. My stories will make your heart race and others will warm your heart. These testimonies are a peek inside my unique journey as I operate in the spiritual realm as a prophetic and a seer woman of God. This book reads like a novel with unexpected twists and turns and will capture your imagination and attention for sure. Each story is different from the last. You will relate to my unique experiences which offer spiritual life lessons helping you to uncover and solve similar questions and mysteries from your own past my goal is to shine a light on your experiences allowing you to see the powerful love grace and mercy our heavenly father has for all of us even the most unlovely of us all
1: okay great So then when people finish reading this book then, so like that's been their experience as they're like moving through the book then. When they finish reading the book, what do you hope that they're able to take away from it?
0: My intent is to shift your awareness and hope that you will revive and answer those mysterious happenings you you have had lying dormant in your memory. My goal is to offer you compelling evidence of God's powerful love and grace in your life as you remember similar encounters from your own past. And I pray you will draw closer to God as you read these stories of his power, love and grace, bringing an awareness that God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus was always there beside you. So I in my books, I offer my personal testimonies, my stories I also offer a sound biblical scripture stating that God wants to partner with you as well in the supernatural realm as he does in my life. Scripture also indicates that we can all walk in the prophetic much like I do. This book of Testimonies is about hearing from the Holy Spirit and my walk in the supernatural with God leading the way. Most of the time, I'm only given a small piece of the puzzle. I must take that first step of faith and walk what I was given until I see God's desired results. Have you ever wondered how you just knew things? Have you ever been rescued from harm which could only be explained as a miracle? Have you ever had a detailed dream only to have it come true? Can you remember an impossible situation that resulted miraculously in your favor? Well, so have I. Every time I share a testimony, it sparks a memory from the listener. I listen as they share a similar story from their past. They most often didn't recognize it was God's hand in their life blessing them until they hear my story. Seeing God move without knowing scripture believes one leads one to believe in luck or coincidences. If we could see the scenes in the spiritual realm, we could clearly see our divine interventions and connections with God, who wants to be anonymous for the moment. Believing without seeing is called faith, and God wants us to have faith in him without actually seeing him in the physical. We've all thought of ourselves as lucky or noticed coincidences in our lives. These are labels we attach to unexplained occurrences when we don't recognize God's hand in our lives. But it was God who was always working behind the scenes, speaking to you, giving you dreams and vision. He was lining up circumstances in your life on your behalf, taking care of you. Our Heavenly Father was revealing himself to you you may have recognized his presence at the time, but you you may not have recognized his presence at the time. But you certainly won't forget the miraculous blessings he bestowed upon you. God thinks of us each as as his beloved only child. He loves us so much.
1: Fantastic. So then, as as you were going through this whole process, then um, and just going into the prophetic process, writing these books. Did you change it all in the process?
0: Oh, throughout my life. Well, um, hearing the Holy Spirit's voice, seeing visions, dreaming dreams, and walking in the spiritual realm wasn't always easy for me. Nobody really wanted to hear this from a little girl or even Mm -hmm. a teenager. I spoke what I heard and saw. I had to. I was directed to by God. Others made fun of me, especially my family even though what I said came true. They were always amazed, but they didn't like this. I suffered what, um, from what others called wounded prophet sy- syndrome. I'm in my mid-sixties now, and I don't let that sort of thing bother me anymore. I have to be who I am, and I, I know who I am. Great. Well, um, we live in a time where many of us are uncertain and fight fear. I see my two books about bragging about God as an interesting and informative collection of my memories that will bring the reader to examine his or her life and past experiences. There will be an awakening of the Holy Spirit through my testimonies, which I've seen from so many people that have read my books. And I believe you will find hope and strength in God like never before. I'm hoping that People who read my books, their, their faith will just explode.
1: Can you talk a little bit about the inspiration that you had for writing Real Life with Sally? I know you have a great real-life story attached to that.
0: I really do. It, it changed my life. Um, I went in to get a pedicure with this woman, Sally. And as she was bent over, scrubbing my feet, it's just amazing that she said, well, I'm, I'm a writer, And I said, well, me too. And so we shared. She said that she has, since she was a a young teen, she's had these wonderful downloads from the Holy Spirit. And there were poetry. And I wanted to hear one. And she memorized one. She spoke them. She spoke one out loud to me, and it gave me goosebumps. I was so touched and I said, I'd like to hear more, Sally. She said, well, come in tomorrow, and I'll give you a couple. She had them written down. She had them waiting for me. I went in the next day and picked them up, and I shared them with a couple of friends, and they all had goosebumps, and they were powerful. They were spirit-filled, and I loved what I, what I read. So I, I heard the Holy Spirit say, I want you, Johnny, to fill in the blanks. I want you to help Sally make a book out of this. And I want you to write her life stories that match Mm -hmm. these beautiful spirit-filled poems. And I said, "Okay." So I told her that. And she said, oh my gosh, she's been waiting. The Holy Spirit has been telling her her whole life for decades that she would have a book of these poetry, of these poems. She was thrilled, and she accepted. And then I went back home, and I started praying. And I said, Lord, do you want me to use up all my money to to, uh, create these books and pay for the publishing? And I had my little credit card sitting in front of me. All of a sudden, I felt this love. It just welled up inside of me. And at first I was thrilled and it felt good, but the love overpowered me. And I thought, oh my gosh, if I feel any of more of God's love for Sally, I'm gonna I'm gonna explode. I couldn't handle it. And it was at that moment that I realized how much he loves Sally and how much he loves all of us, because I am a very aware that he loves us all as if we are his only child. And that was my answer. I will never forget that moment. And so from that time on, she would come over and I would interview her and I would get these wonderful stories of her life, you know, betrayal and love and, you know, sad things that happened and they matched They matched perfectly with the... With the poems and we created this beautiful book my husband has not read bragging about god or bragging about god again he picked up the sally's book real life with sally he couldn't put it down for three days he loved it and for my macho manly man hunting and fishing and doing all the manly things to read poetry and he loved it (laughs) That really spoke volumes to me. That
1: de- that, I mean, that definitely does speak volumes there. So if people want to be able to check out these books for themselves, just like, just like your husband on that, um, where can they go? Uh, are the books on Amazon?
0: Yes, they're on Amazon.com. Um, for more information, um, you can visit my website at braggingaboutgodbooks.com. And that will give you a couple of extra stories about my books, too.
1: Awesome. Great. If people want to get a sneak peek at that, uh, because we've just scratched the surface here in this interview today. There's a lot more to check out. So go do that, guys. And uh, thank you again, Johnny, for coming into the studio today. It's been great to talk with you.
0: Oh, thank you for having me. I love this.
1: Absolutely. Would you be willing to close us out with a prayer?
0: Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just come before you, Lord. We say thank you that whoever is listening, just give them a, a special blessing. And we're counting this as fellowship because we're speaking about you and Lord, I want everybody who hears this podcast and looks at my books to realize that these are inspired words by you, Father, Jesus and Holy Spirit, that we want to edify you. As your word says, Jesus said that greater things we shall do than he did so that we may glorify the Father through the Son. And that's what we're doing today. We are glorifying you. And we thank you for this time of fellowship. Thank you, Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. You've been listening to Johnny Jones on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us.